detention veterans, and everyone who's ready to change their lives. Welcome to the Christina Silva Show, educating our veterans live. Join your host, Marine Corps-trained motivator, Christina Silva, as she connects with experts, innovators, and military heroes. Now, let's get started. Here is Christina Silva. The creative resiliency solution you've been waiting for has to do with educating our veterans live with the most innovative trailblazers on the planet. 2023 Women's History Month and the month that we remember and salute not only our women that have made changes in the military and civilian world, but our Vietnam era veterans. It's really important with our special guest to tell you a little bit about her background because she is so inconspicuous on the screen today. But when I met her, she was being crowned and what a notable cause because she understands how to be professional in her camouflage uniform and as a civilian. Why don't we welcome the amazing guest to the Christina Silva Show, civilian and military salute, First Lieutenant, United States Marine Corps, Captain-to-be, Riley T. Jack. Wow, Christina, thank you so much for that introduction. I'm so excited to talk to you and, and be here tonight. Your sparkle next to your mom was all about the Jesus Christ light. And on the red carpet that we were both going to be standing on, I met the award-winning actress, Amber Martinez from the Jesus Revolution. And I'm thinking, how could this possibly be that we're the first to arrive early at the Salvation Army Croc Theater to participate in in a long-awaited event that was supposed to occur in 2022? Shout out to Calvin Hill, United States Navy, retired, the first inaugural Mr. and Ms. Military Pageant and Showcase in San Diego. You walked in with beautiful golden locks with your mom and you're like, hey, am I in the right place? And I was in the makeup booth and you got into the makeup booth next to me and the rest is history when we learned we were Marines. Can I get an amen? <laughs> yes, ma'am. Semper Fi. <laughs> yeah. Well, I have so much thanks and gratitude to you and so much in common with you. It's unfathomable to see you and do what you do with a four-part persona. Wow. Yeah. I don't even know where to start because no one day is the same, especially juggling and balancing so many different things and trying to be present every time I'm in something. And so that depends on the month, depends on the day, depends on the season and everything like that. But some background and history about me. Um, I grew up and was raised in Carmel, Indiana, and my dad was a professional baseball player, and my mom is a very successful businesswoman that has worked with the same company for 30 years and has just moved up in the ranks and is an absolute boss lady. So I come from a super strong, motivated family, and because of that, sports and academics was something that was ingrained in me on both ends from both parents. And I was able to get a division one college softball scholarship to George Washington university, which is incredible. And that was my conquering my first dream of becoming a division one softball athlete. And then when I was at GW, I accidentally met a Marine recruiter. And when I say accidentally, (laughs) I was in a Panera and was in my softball clothes as, as an 18 year old, three weeks onto campus. And learned what it was to be a Marine officer and call my parents four weeks of just moving out of the the nest at home and telling them I'm not coming back over the summer. And instead I'm going to platoon leadership's course and going to have a hack at officer candidate school. Mm 
which was incredible. And one of the most amazing things I've ever done in my whole entire life, which is why I'm still I'm serving active duty. So I finished playing softball. I commissioned in 2019. So I'm almost at four years of active duty, which is awesome. Oh. About to pick up captain here soon, sooner <laughs> rather than later. <laughs> and have just wanted to continue to achieve as many goals as I possibly can. And some of those were to continue sport and to pave a way in women's sport, as well as women being in the military and being able to be feminine and being able to be yourself. So as I've continued moving up the ranks in the military, I've also decided to put myself out there and pursue a whole different sport after college. And this past season, 2022 to 2023, made the United States national team as a bobsled pilot in just my third season, which is Absolutely incredible. I still like praise God for just giving me the gifts and ability to do that while serving active duty and being the first female Marine to ever do that ever and trying to create a path there. And so once you get a taste of doing stuff that's never been done before, I I want to crave it and I want to keep inspiring people. So I decided to do a pageant. So that's where we met, which was incredible and did the 2023 Miss Military pageant and just said, you know, let's let let's give this a shot and end up winning, which is yeah. insane. This is so incredible. But you know what's so funny when I'm listening to your testimony about your true self, you you have that innate grace and transparency that is absolutely infectious. It's motivating, but there's a serious nature of your demeanor on stage when I met you. So from the background of the pageant, which is an entirely different world than the background of the regiment of the Marine Corps base at Camp Pendleton, where I served years ago, you have to share with me hat switching and task switching. That's what we called it when we were trained in the military. And let me know which of those ideals and esprit de corps regimented training modules and scheduling opportunities that you've implored and employed into your regular lifestyle to be able to have accomplished and dream for larger goals such as the national team and then the pageant and future goals that you may be planning right now. But before we do that, we've got to see and let the world know the pattern and trend that I see from you is not only your upbringing, it's watching the level that your father and mother have attained. So for those listening, you have a family. So if you don't have a mom and dad, you can absolutely listen to the show, instantly identify a mentor because in the second half of the show, Riley's going to tell us about highlights from her careers, her realms, and how to network appropriately to find that family mentor that can emulate a father figure and a mother figure. Right, Riley? Yes. So let's give props to mom and dad. How does your mom inspire you? Because when I met her, she's absolutely gorgeous. Amazing. Like so upbeat, but she was a protector. I could feel that energy of her protecting you for the pageant and being excited about that new territory for you. But share about your relationship and how incredible it is to have her by your side on duty and also for that experience that evening. My mom is one of the most incredible women that I've ever met in my whole entire life. And I just talk about her and I can't help but smile. And, you know, I didn't always view her in this way growing up. You know, you fight with your mom all the time. It just is natural. And as I've gotten older, I've really recognized the sacrifices and what my mom did to provide for our family. And honestly was a a leader in the household, which is not something that I know a lot of my peers 
had growing up. And there's nothing against either. But my mom was the one who was constantly traveling, working long hours. You know, she would be going to Europe for two weeks every every other month for travel for work. And we wouldn't get a lot of time with her. But as we've gotten older, I've just been so inspired by her story. And she was adopted into a family that was fairly poor and she came from nothing. And the only way to get herself to be educated was through academic scholarship and got put herself through college and grad school. And like I said, has been with the same company for 30 years and was just promoted a vice president of that company as a female leader. Praise the Lord. That's amazing. But in God, we trust for our dreams and our aspirations. It takes hard work. What would you have done if you had been adopted or in a situation less than great or moderate as an income and a family life when you grew up, what do you think looking back in hindsight, you could have done to find that figure maternally that could have helped you get through a difficult time to strive to become a D1 softball player and to know that education is key to get you to realize the opportunities at hand and to find that recruiter that day. Mm -hmm. What would you have done looking back now if you didn't have your mama? (sighs) I I'm, I'm so glad I did, first of all. Yeah. Um, but looking back, if I, if I didn't have those things, I would make sure that I'm actively seeking out the right kind of people that I emulate and I look up to for the right reasons. Yes. And I would look to the other women of the community that I would be a part of that have achieved things and sit down and just ask to be mentored by them. Social media, follow people not because of their number of followers or how wealthy they are, but of their character and their persona. And then honestly, I would have gone to my church. Um, That's somewhere where I find some of the most amazing ladies and living so far away from my parents in Indiana here in California. I found a lot of mother-like figures at, at the church that want to mentor me and guide me and have had ample amount of life experience that want to share that with me and mentor me and just love on me. And so that's where I probably would have looked like going back or even to this day when I, I need that mama bear hug and that protection when I don't have my mom directly with me. And I think as long as you're looking for women that have done it and you're looking for women that you want to be like for the right reasons, you can't go wrong with, with talking to anyone like that. We are talking with a medalist, a uniformed active duty, current first lieutenant going captain in the U.S. Marine Corps, the tall order of serving is mental, physical, social, spiritual, and of course, social, right? Let's talk about your dad. So mental, physical, social, and spiritual awareness and synchronicity is necessary for us to be able to serve and be equipped for battle, right? Yes. What did your dad teach you differently with love that your mom taught you? that's equally as impactful in your life today? My dad and I's relationship was a lot different. My dad was my coach my whole life. And so that meant he didn't always wear the loving kind, you can cry on my shoulder, dad hat. That meant he wore the hat that was up in my face, yelling at me, screaming at me, demanding more of me and challenging me in ways that I have never been challenged before. And what my dad took and the approach he took is trying to equip me with the best skills to go forward. So he would have me watch the BUDS videos of the Navy SEAL process. He would have me read books, David Goggins, Jocko Willink podcast. He wanted me to be so mentally well-equipped for battle, as we would talk about it at softball, and now looking at it, hindsight, the Marine Corps, you know, and be ready that way and just be an absolute warrior. And he would be hard on me, so I knew how to take 
hard criticism, that I knew how to not get my feelings hurt, that I would have tough skin, but a soft heart, that I can still connect with people and love on people, but I'm not going to let people ruin or affect my, mo- my, mo- my mood when things go, go wrong. So, you know, I had my mom as a more gentle, loving, supportive. I'm always here for you. I'm going to push you academically. It's really important to be smart and kind and loving. And my dad, that's like, we're going to give you thick skin. I'm going to make your mind mentally sharp. So you're prepared and you're ready. I'm going to elevate you physically and mentally to be able to compete with the best. Thank you for sharing the gems that can help listeners actually survive transform, adapt, and overcome. That's what we learn as Marines. Adaptation and overcoming is all you need to do. I'm so thankful that you're willing to share a deep private moment about your family. And leading up to the decision of joining the Marine Corps, for me, it was the uniform striking in its Irish pennant-free presence on someone's stature. Elite with the sword and the presentation of the arms and the colors, right? Yes. I had no idea I was joining. I'd lost my position competing for Laker girls, right? Much like you did in the pageant. And this recruiter drives by and says, you're going to be an Iron Woman of the Marine Corps and I'm going to put you in today. Well, he did. And I became that in Paris Island. So for you, did the recruiter see something in you when you decided to enlist and go to OCS before your parents knew that convinced you that you would make that adult decision on your own? I think so. I think growing up, talking about the military mindset, being exposed, seeing Navy people go through buds, I knew about the military and I loved the drive that people had. And I wanted to emulate that in my life. But with that, I never saw a female ever in a military role. Social media wasn't high. You know, the movies, you didn't see it. And then I wasn't around a military base at all. So I just always thought military men. And so I never thought, and I don't think my parents ever thought, oh, my daughter's going to join the military. But they knew that I was very patriotic and passionate. And what I believe the recruiter saw in me is they saw somebody who was a leader, someone who wanted to fight and defend for injustices around the world, somebody that wanted to push themselves and to lead from the front and to lead and break a mold of what people said that a woman could and could not do in the military and what a woman was supposed to look like in the Marine Corps specifically. And I believe he saw that in me when we started talking, when I started explaining why I wanted to do this and why I was going to be the best and that I wasn't going to stop until I was the best. And I think that he noticed that in me and as an 18 year old. And now him and I still are in the, in touch today now that he's gotten out and he's seen my journey and he's like, wow, I knew that you were going to be great and you've exceeded my expectations. And that has been like one of the most incredible things to hear following four years of active duty so far. All I can say in one word is chills. And I can <laughs> give you by the rule and our pact as bloodline Marines together, a formal salute and a thank you for your service, ma'am. Thank you so much for all that you're doing and inspiring us with today. Our subject matter expert is Riley Tjack, our first lieutenant and also our Team USA national pilot. Well, every show we try to empower the world to expand their vocabulary and I would love to give the vocabulary word today from something that I know you achieved by going to college. 
getting your academic scholarships underway, using sport as a release and also as an avenue to graduate and then find the Marine Corps with its rich nature of earned benefits to become who you are today, a grown woman with great aspirations and innovations to come. I would like to share with the world a new word for their vocabulary that I will be accomplishing along with you because we want the world to dream large. So with every show, we're not afraid to act our age, use our glasses in order to see appropriately and to hear the amazing highlights Riley is sharing with us today because I learn something from every show. I give a portal into my life as the host with every show and the guest will hopefully be empowered by the listeners that are commenting. By the way, we have many listeners on Facebook Live and we wanna thank our followers for over 15 years listening to Educating Our Veterans Live. It's so important and I wanna know how you felt when you were able to order and don your wonderful order from your alumni university and the word is regalia. What is the regalia package? Well, Marines have each other's backs and we let them hit the floor if they pass out in boot camp, but we do lift them up with knowledge. That is your cap, gown, tassel, and your ring from your university that you may have graduated from. Did you receive yours? I did, yes. Do you still have it? We had to turn in the cap and gown but I still have my tassel. How did you feel when you graduated? Wow. That was something that I was so incredibly proud of for so many reasons. You yes. know, I, I knew going into college that there was no, it wasn't a goal in my mind to graduate. It was a goal yeah. in my mind to graduate at the top and to make a difference in the community that I in, in, engulfed myself in for four years. And when I graduated, I was able to look back on what I did in four years. I was able to finish magnum cum laude with a, a GPA of 3.8 at George Washington, which is an incredibly difficult academic school. I was able to pick up a new language as I studied Russian and was slightly fluent in okay. that language. I was able to finish four years of being a division one college softball player, including getting us to our first conference championship title. Yes. While doing that, I interned for a congressman for six months. Oh. As I was playing, <laughs> I, I held two different jobs to be able to put myself up for success going into the military. I was able to partner with local churches and a community outreach program where I went to Florida for a week on, yes. during my 21st birthday and was mm -hmm. able to serve the local people through teaching them initiatives for how to be more sustainable and how to work with like agriculture. And I, the list can go on and on bringing fellowship of Christian athletes to my college. I was, a, I oh. was one of the presidents of fellowship of Christian athletes, which didn't exist my freshman year, but Amazing. existed my junior and senior year. So when I look at all of those things, I was proud to graduate. Yes. But I was proud of the legacy that I felt like I left behind and yes. every little bit of each organization of people that I was around with. And I felt like I left that college better than I found it. Yes. And that is how I felt after graduating is I said, I accomplished something and I did what the Lord set me out to do here. And now I'm going to go on and see, and see what I'm supposed to do next. Faith, family, fitness, and fearless opportunities 
have led our guest Riley Tjack to today's episode of the Christina Silva Show, where she is taking her precious time educating our veterans live about the start. It can happen any day for you, the yellow feet of women Marines. I chose the yellow footprints and I chose to take that leap into going to Officer Candidate School because I knew that God called me to be there. And I knew that I would have impact on people around me, that I could not only make people better, but I could also lead them in some of the toughest and hardest positions that we would face together. And so I went to Quantico where Officer Candidate School was. So that was where I went first. I didn't get a privilege to go to Paris Island nor um, San Diego because I did the officer route. But um, looking back at it, I know that that was the place where I'm supposed to be. And it started this incredible life that I'm now living four years later. And the four years have flown by and I just accepted career designation. So they have me for a minimal of three more years and potentially indefinitely. So I'm excited. Congratulations. Yes. Riley. Well, this is amazing during Women's History Month that women's history is of old. It's about legacy and evolution where we remember some of the women that have impacted the world, which the red carpet at the Mr. and Ms. Military Pageant and Showcase was filled with several other Armed Forces contestants. So as a Marine, we have this pact to get in, take over the air, land, and sea, and own the territory. And that's what you did. But something I loved about the decorated panel of judges, civilian and military, retired and active, was that each person can cultivate and believe in themselves their own natural talent. So as you just stated, you knew that God had led you to be wherever you're supposed to be. So now from college to the accomplishments, of almost four years in the military, what would you say now some of your callings entail and some of your goals may be? Because you've accomplished something I can't even imagine doing in such a short span of time, but when it's your purpose and your lane, it's pre-designated and predestined for you to be able to accomplish it if you're willing to stand up to the call, correct? Absolutely. You said that incredibly well. <laughs> Thank you so much. What's coming up in your world? Yes. So I, sports wise, am, have my eyes and set on the 2026 Olympic Games in Milan, Italy. So my goal is to be the first female Marine in the Olympics and to showcase that not only for my, not only for the Marines, but for my country and for women around the world. It's something that hasn't been done before. It's something that is a battle and a struggle to say, how can I make a way where there is no way? You know, a lot of people don't see the crashes and the adversity and balancing mm -hmm. a job and trying to balance professional level sport at the same time. You know, it's not easy, but it's something that I feel like I'm going to do everything in my power to get to. And something I've actually realized recently is even if I don't achieve it, I can't wait to see what this next three years has and this journey of pushing yeah. myself to be the best in the world. And can, do I have what it takes? And can I live this life to inspire people? And even maybe if I don't make it, at least I have the journey and I'm going to have the process. And I can't wait to learn more about myself. So from a sports aspect, 2026, first female 
in the Marines in the Olympics is absolutely a massive goal on the horizon. On the flip side of my military career, I'm about to pick up captain here soon and about to PCS to Quantico, Virginia. So I'm very excited. And thank you. And my goal is to empower a different group of Marines that I haven't met yet and to continue to work with recruiting efforts and share my testimony and my story to so many people and other women that are like me or men that have that fire desire to join the military. They just don't know what it is yet. And then my constant goal is I want to put myself in every single tough situation I can (laughs) put myself out there somewhere where I'm uncomfortable, like the pageant. So I'm, I'm looking for anything. If there's any opportunities or something where I can see myself, I am putting myself out there. Gosh, dang it. Because I'm not afraid to fail. I'm not going to let fear and failure hold me back. So I want to continue to achieve things, not just for me, but to continue to show people that you can do this and you can take people along with you. So it's not just about me. It's about this group that I'm like, come on, let's push ourselves. Let's go. Let's, let's do something we never thought we could do before. Let's, let's put our minds together and see what we can accomplish together as a community. And that's something that I'm super excited for. Be grateful, honor your parents, surround yourself with parent protégés, from your sphere of influence, if you're lacking any friends, create them. It's your responsibility to make sure you don't give up. Search inside yourself and feel the best you've ever felt and recreate that thought of a person, a place, an event that you ever attended, a time in life where you felt the most inspired and figure out the elements of how you got there and what you had done to feel that feeling. When I'm feeling down or when I'm feeling like I'm in a lull in my goal pattern and my timeline for what I want to accomplish and I give credit to my Marine Corps training for this, I can just reflect and let the times of the challenge happen, acknowledge it, and then it may take me one day or sometimes even two weeks to refocus, regroup, and start again. So the purpose of saying that is listening to Riley's testimonial and of this show is to empower you privately inside your own mind that scientifically and spiritually, any millisecond, you can turn a negative into a positive. And if you're cold out there, you can turn the extreme cold into a fire because hot, hot water is actually cold. And the most extreme cold water is actually hot before it freezes. Isn't that true? It is. Yes. Attention veterans, are you ready to be your own boss? It's time to launch your own ideas into reality. Discover your clean writing style. Gear up with Marine Corps trained motivator, Christina Silva. Christina is a positive energy promoter with a special gift in connecting with innovators. Get the Military Heroes 411 and glean from experts every week by listening to The Christina Silva Show. We're educating our veterans live on The Christina Silva Show, live at 5 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. 
You're listening to The Christina Silva Show, educating our veterans live. If you'd like to call in during our live show, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. For more information about the show, email crsprods at gmail.com. That's crsprods at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. Okay. So now that we have our trailblazing pathway to success and the amazing accomplishments you have already surpassed, we got to get into some acronyms and lingo per se. Tell us about your new Hollywood career before we get into breaking down in the second half of the show, the actual day of the pageant. Tell us about lingo and what that means to you. Yes. So on on par with everything I was just saying about putting myself out there and seeking opportunities, I knew that being on the national team this season meant that I was an unfunded athlete. So I was USA three and I knew that I would need to fund my way to get over to Europe and compete in, in beautiful countries, but also expensive countries such as Switzerland and Austria. Okay. And I remember praying and saying, you know, I've achieved, I've earned this title to be a national team member to compete in a world championships, but how in the world am I going to finance this? And I remember praying about it. And the next thing I know, a couple days later, I get an Instagram message about this casting producer that's casting this new show called Lingo that features RuPaul that's being filmed in the UK. And they think that I would be a great fit for it. Naturally, I thought it was spam <laughs> and someone just being weird. And I looked more into it and they needed a partner. And I immediately thought of my mother, someone that was so smart that balanced my crazy excitement that I'm like, (laughs) I'm a little bit all over the place. Like I show my emotion. My mom can be a little bit more stable, like hold me down, keep me grounded. And I said, mom, I think we got to do this. And I remember it was this summer and my mom's like, I don't know, Riley. And I'm like, we're doing it. We're signing up. Right now, we're sitting in a video, and we're just seeing if we have what it takes. And through, after going through several rounds of interviews, my mom and I got selected for the show. We flew out to the UK for just a couple, (laughs) like two days, filmed, and end up winning the show, which is insane. (laughs) Yeah, and I was ugly crying. Like if you go back, um, it's on CBS, but you can also stream it on Paramount Plus. Lingo episode seven you will see me ugly cry, like (laughs) ugly cry. My mom's trying to hug me and I'm on the ground crying Yeah, because we had won this money and that money allowed me, which I'm going to pay off all this debt I have, but allowed me to go and, and compete in Europe and live a dream life that I've never thought I would ever get in this world. So not only did blessing in the storm, Oh my goodness. From spam to a paycheck on national television, let alone the international travel experience, right? Yes, I've never been to the UK. And on top of that, a memory that my mom and I cherish and something that my mom and I have that has made us so much stronger and has, I mean, it's what a fun fact that my mom yes, and I get to right? say, you know, so <laughs> yeah. Well, we have to give kudos to your dad and the Marine Corps. I'm just telling you, we talk about brainwashing. And with this show, we are dispelling the myth about women in the military. But first, we acknowledge gender discrimination, military sexual trauma, post-traumatic disorder, 
all of the bad things you hear about and media propaganda, yes, it exists. Yes, I was a victim of being injured in the military, but guess what? The military is the best place you can go in a climate in today's economy to travel, educate, get the experience, become a woman, become a man, learn techniques, trades, and the mental systems it takes to survive any circumstance in the entire world, or to learn to support someone in charity that's in the military and they need your help. Retired, disabled American veteran, or someone in your community. Charity is the greatest gift. Congratulations on the win. Congratulations on your dad making you an athlete because that is the game of life, right? Yes. Lingo was one of my favorite games. I have to give another shout out to my family mate. We we love Scrabble and it is the digital version before the computer wave hit of a show that was way back in like the 80s and 90s that I watched religiously. So the digital set of Lingo how did the television experience feel to you and your mom? It was incredible and it's addicting. I want to go back on TV now. <laughs> I'm like, I was able to have a makeup artist and a hair artist and a wardrobe oh, people yeah. and a live audience and the rush, the adrenaline, the yes. competitive, the competitor in me just loved it and craved it. And I just want yes. to compete and win and <laughs> better myself and, and challenge myself too. Lingo is not a game by chance. You know, academically, right. you have to be on top of it constantly yes. and have a good balance between you and your partner and compliment each other well. And I mean, my mom and I did that better than anybody, better than anyone on the show and yes. end up winning the second highest winnings of the whole season. So, so incredible. You just gave me it's God. <laughs> an amazing way to reach our audience. We love you listeners. We honestly, truly love you. Everyone in a uniform that has ever served and will serve and has served. It's the most incredible way to give back. We're all American patriots. In, in her camis, Riley T-Jack is going to be a captain and has promised her life until she retires serving this nation. She will innovate and become the first Marine in that bobsled sport for our nation. We have to start supporting her now. She will get several degrees. She is of the magna cum laude class. You can sign up for school too. Learn how to look up grants. You can go to school for free. You don't have to join the military, but marines.com will change your life. There's a way to be an auxiliary member to support the Marine Corps. There's also the Marine Corps League. Learn more about our U.S. protections. Freedom isn't free. So as we bow our heads on every Christina Silva show for the last 15 to 16 years, we still say that our tagline is in God we trust and that our nation is spared and we are free because we go to the war. The Marines go to the war. They go in the air and land on the foreign land to make sure that our waters are safe and our land is safe and we can shop and we can be free online and learn security and how to be safe and go to bed at night. But do you realize the time changes and the people that deploy the readiness that they have to go through in an instant? Let's talk about what a first lieutenant does to encourage and be responsible for the, not only the mental welfare of troops and fellow Marines, what she does to keep herself ready personally. Tell us about it. Absolutely. I think something that you just said ties in super well. If I'm not 
fully plessed up and charged? How am I supposed to take care of the people around me? So the first thing I do is to make sure that mentally, physically, and spiritually, that I'm where I need to be. And if I'm not where I need to be, that I have the right tools and people around me to help lift me up. So for me to be a better Marine and a leader, I need to make sure that I'm taking care of myself. And once I'm taken care of, I can outreach and pour everything I have out into my Marines. And they're the most important thing. I, they will always eat before me. They will always get served before I do. They are why I have a job and they are my primary mission, no matter what billet description says in front of me. My Marines are some of the most incredible, incredible humans I've ever met in my life that come from all different kinds of walks of life that, like we talked about earlier, may not have had a mom and a dad, may have been in the foster care system, may not join the Marine Corps because they didn't know what else to do with their life. They didn't see another out. But my goodness, are they absolutely amazing in their each and own way. And my job is to make sure that I, they are left better than when I first originally found them. And mm-hmm. I encourage them not only to continue to do their job that's expected them day in, day out, but to continue to achieve their dreams, to get that college degree that no one's ever gotten before in their family, to set themselves up financially, to be able to own a home, to be able to have a family yeah. and a car and all do this stuff responsibly, right? In order to push and achieve their dreams of sport, if that's what it is, a realtor license, if that's what it is, whatever they want to do. And I think the most important thing about being a Marine and about being a leader and an officer and a first lieutenant is to look around you and see how can I better improve the lives of the people around me. We're in a garrison era. We're not constantly actively in a war zone. So that means we have to take a step back and make sure that we're taking care of our our service members to our left and our right. And that means sometimes asking people how they are and really asking how they are. Sometimes having an extra conversation with people, checking in with your Marines, making sure that we're educating them and doing the little things right to make sure that we have a sustainable and a successful core going forward. Thank you. That was beautifully said. Forever, I will have this flag on my desk and forever, ever, ever, I will fight for this nation because it is still my continued responsibility to let the world know that being in your camis to your civvies, the transition is ongoing and we need support. So I just love my Marines. I do love for the last years working with my amazing airmen and their families, the guardsmen of our new space force, our elite soldiers and sailors and coasties. We are the greatest force on this planet. And I want everyone to have this moment of silence with Riley and I, as we just remember and be thankful and just know about our democracy and a prayer for safety for the return of our troops back to the United States. Amen. Amen. Oh, Riley, this is such a blockbuster show. We call it the ambush in boot camp when we learn how to break down our weapons of mass destruction. <laughs> how well do you do on the range? I actually, I actually hold myself pretty well. Um, we just transitioned from the old rifle range that we we're used to, which like sitting, kneeling, standing, and we've yeah. actually just transitioned into a newer combat rifle range which is super awesome and i didn't do as well that was the first time i didn't get expert i won't lie i did get sharpshooter so i was just shy of it but pistol range 
always an expert. And now I'm looking forward to go this year back to the range for the second time. Now that I know what's expected of me a little bit more to be yeah. able to get back on that expert level. Cause I, I need to be able to handle my weapon. I need to be yeah. able to shoot and kill and destroy <laughs> at all times. Most definitely. This is amazing. We hope you're enjoying the show where we are remembering iconic women in our U.S. history and our global history today. I would love to share a story about the first woman Marine that actually went to MCRD, Marine Corps Recruit Depot, during the first joint boot camp session. The female came first in front of all the men and all the women and she was named the first Marine to get the highest scores in the PFT, three-mile hump, and some of the most incredible training in our nation. I don't have to name names because I want to give the listeners and everyone the assignment to look online in 2020 of May and Google who is the first Marine of co-ed boot camp in San Diego to become the winningest title of Marine with the greatest scores and aptitude to defend our country. And the Marine Corps has come a long way. It it truly changed my life and has been the foundation of who I am today. Um, As an entrepreneur, you'll learn that we get benefits in housing, health, employment, and education. And Riley has already used her education benefit and she's on the way to many more degrees. I would like to know if you've used your VA home loan eligibility. Yeah. I actually am about to because I am about to buy a home when I move to Virginia in Quantico. So oh my goodness. I'm actually, I move in June and I'm already looking. And that is something that I plan to do within the next month is make every, make sure everything's set and ready for my VA home loan to be able to purchase my first home. And Great. so I'm super excited. Well, guess what? Yours truly, California broker for 27 years, is a military relocation professional. And this PIN certifies that with that relocation, you have very special benefits I will be telling you and our audience all about. The National Association of Realtors cares about our troops. And with that amazing federal benefit that I'm so proud of you for using while you're still in uniform, let's clear up the myth that you don't have to wait until you become retired or a veteran or disabled to use your benefits. You can do it while you're on active duty. So that's an MRP, Military Relocation Professional, broker number 01260394. We have to tell everyone about being a social media influencer. That is a new trade. So with regard to your education and the Forever GI Bill, you have a couple million followers I want to know about. And do you have a desire to create your own business someday? You know, there's times when you say things and I'm like, are you reading my mind? Are we? <laughs> and maybe just the Marine sisterhood in us. But yes, so I was off of social media for actually quite some time, roughly almost three years in college because I wanted to focus so hard on the task that was at hand, which was becoming a Marine Corps officer finishing well academically and balancing all these jobs that I just felt like I didn't have time for social media. And once I decided to start this bobsled journey, I knew that I had to document it and that my story wasn't something that was just for me. It was for a bunch of other people. So I created my Instagram maybe two years ago um, just to showcase my story and to 
glorify God, to show people what it was like to be a female in the Marine Corps and to show people what it's like pursuing and chasing your dreams and holding a standard of that. And I wanted to be a female that was seen not just because of my looks, not because of my body, my appearance, but because of what I stood for, what my morals are and, and what I'm going to continue to do and bring people along that journey with me and lift them up. And I will say in today's age, it's really easy to see people that you desire to be like, cause they get likes and this stuff. But what I've noticed that I value more than anything is when I have a female or a male reach out to me saying, Hey, I'm interested in becoming the Marine Corps, or I heard your story. Yeah. Could I ask you about this? And I immediately always give out my cell phone number, call me within the next 72 hours. Let's talk about this. Let me, let me tell you my story. Let's make sure that you know the difference between officer and listen, Marine Corps, active reservist, any of those kinds of things. I'm biased towards the Marine Corps, obviously, but I will still talk about other branches. And that, (laughs) and that is honestly something that means more to me than any number of followers likes I'll get is being able to touch and reach the people in the community around me and people across the whole United States. And that's something that is near and dear to my heart. Now going into my own business and all these stuff, there's a couple things that I actually desire that have been put on my heart recently. One of them actually is to create a children's book about being a female Marine and being in male dominated roles. So that's something I actually desire is to be maybe a published author, but not for anyone other than like young kids and right. I know that sounds interesting. That's something that's <laughs> on my heart. I haven't a hundred percent explored, but that's a thought. And then definitely I've thought about starting my own business or doing something and it all revolves around giving back to my community. I have this dream of some time in my life to go and live a year in another country and just serve and build churches and uplift the community and just live amongst people and just give them love. And that's something that I want to do so bad from the bottom of my heart. So I know I won't be able to do that while serving in the military. And I know, right? you know. What do you think? Like, <laughs> able to. They yeah. want to go to lingo and also to a pageant. <laughs> I know I'm, I'm burning all my, my leave days, but um, right? no, yeah. You know, there's, there's a lot of things that I desire. There's a lot of things that are constantly put on my heart. And I just want to keep praying that God reveals those and, and tells yeah. me where he wants me to go. And I'm going to gladly and blindly follow him wherever he tells me and excited to see what is in store in the next couple of years. Yes. We call that mini goal setting, going back to the Marine Corps ethics that we learned. Our esprit de corps means the essence of what an outstanding Marine is, is to be an outstanding civilian or someone that dreams and stays focused. And it's a constant focus check you're constantly reevaluating where your progress is. And something you said is very intriguing. I challenge myself. I want to do better. I compete against myself. My dad keeps me accountable. He's my coach. Who are some of your mentors and how do you gauge when you know you need to challenge yourself greater to get to the next level of what you know is your desire? Share with us some of the most impactful people in your life. I've talked a lot about my mom and dad. Yes. And I'm my younger <laughs> Yeah. And I also have a younger sister and they are they are my foundation. Yes. Obviously I have my faith in the, in God utmost. Yes. And he's the one that I, I lay my rock on and women at church, but also a couple 
people that stick to my mind that I know I have to bring up, uh, Lieutenant Colonel DePriest, she is my executive officer about to become my commanding officer, has been a female leader that has been one of the most inspiring women I've ever met. I have cried with her. I have laughed with her. I have been so proud of her. I've been motivated, inspired in, in more ways than I could say by this woman. And seeing what she's been through, being in the Marine Corps for so long and starting when there really wasn't any women and hearing about her story. And she takes the time to sit and invest in me and mentor me and guide me. Sometimes I get a little frustrated, ma'am, if you're listening, because you'll keep me till 1900 on a work day because I have to find a specific reference. But man, does she push me and challenge me to become better and shows me what it's like to be a woman and in leadership role and to push past yes. what people, a box that people put you in. I also think of two of my absolute best friends, Carly and Ashley, who are were former softball teammates that are women of God that constantly yes. I will call them and they will inspire and encourage me to be better. They will ask me straight up, you know, what are you struggling with? How can I pray for you? Let's talk mm-hmm. about some of your weaknesses. What do you, what are you looking forward to do next? And, and there's so many more, you know, I've had coaches, I have other teammates yeah. and friends and people that I look up to and I call them my tribe. I have my tribe yeah. that I trust more than anything. And without that tribe, I would not be where I am because when self when self doubt creeps in, when yeah. other people question me, when I am tired, when I have failed, when no one sees the struggles that I go through, my tribe is the one that picks me up. And even though it's my name that's written on maybe awards or certain things, it's that tribe that got me there. And truly, I couldn't have done it without each and every single one of them. And there's more yeah. than I could say, but those are just a few to name. Oh, that's amazing. I'm sure your little sister, your mom, and your dad are proud amongst the many that are blowing up the internet to listen to this feed. By the way, the Christina Silva Show is broadcasting live on Voice America's Variety Channel, and you will get to hear the replay live broadcast of this episode in sound format and also sound bites on social media, part of me, with Riley Tjack, our U.S. First Lieutenant of the Marine Corps. And then you'll be able to follow her on social media with her handles, and you'll be able to see her on the lingo episode number seven to learn about her ugly cry. Now moving on to her pageant wave and her beautiful tears all made up in heels and a gown at the Salvation Army Croc Center. With just five minutes, Riley's going to take us from start to finish of that afternoon into the evening. And I've got it on film when she donned and was donned with her crown. Riley, in five minutes, if you can possibly encapsulate emotions, activities, your speeches, and the experience uplifting and meeting all the contestants, new sisters and brothers. Go for it. All right. Time starts now. <laughs> no, I, I remember hearing about this pageant from Calvin and not knowing if I had what it takes being like, I don't know how to be in a pageant. I don't even have a dress. Where am I supposed to go? What am I, do I get my nails done? What? Yeah. And I just remember, I said, you know what? I'm just going to take a leap of faith. I'm going to do this. I'm going to meet incredible people along the way. And my goodness, did I, you know, I remember showing up and I was blessed. My mom was in town visiting and sure. you know, my mom helped me with my hair and my makeup and it was such a fun thing. But the second I walked in, I met you and I met some of the other women and men in, in service and in, in some of our veterans and was so impressed with what 
the military taught all of us and what we chose to do with those gifts that it, it had given us. And I remember getting ready and being like, man, every single person here is deserving of a title, is deserving of hearing their story shared. And it was so awesome to see that throughout different branches, active and reservists and then veterans, we all share so many similar commonalities, but man, was our lives all different and the things that we do. But what I loved about this pageant more than anything is it was about community outreach and what are we doing to give back? And that's something that I constantly always want people to hear because that's what it's about. Like I said, how are we using the gifts and blessings that we've been given to uplift others? So showing up to the pageant, I brought like five dresses and it was fun. Oh, I actually was able to give one to one of the girls. Well, let's tell the audience. So I'll be your little voice on this side for what they would call in production, the side notes and the cheat sheets from the teleprompter. Fans, if you're listening, we're talking about Calvin Hill, U.S. Navy retired dreamer and visionary, just like Riley T. Jack, who created the 2023 Mr. and Mrs. Military pageant over six years ago. He created this and shelved his dream until it came to fruition on February 2023's night in San Diego. He currently works as a veterans hospital business, amazing comrade, helping veterans find out all they need to know about their earned benefits we spoke about, and not only mental health, but in housing, health, employment, and education. Calvin served and his whole entire family team of the mmmilitary.com enterprise put on this amazing first inaugural event. From the red carpet with YM and Associates to Dr. Laura Purdy and some of the amazing celebrity guests and Miss America, some of the amazing pageant winners were there with this panel of judges in four categories. The basis of the unique part of this pageant is that it's based on charity and honoring and celebrating military veterans. And when Miss Riley came into the room with her mom, she was equipped to go. But the first question she asked fans is, believe it or not, where's the hair and makeup lady? <laughs> Back to this you. did happen. Yes. And so that's why I said, I, I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know. And my mom ended up doing my hair and I was like, oh, okay, I think I have to look like a certain way. Like you see in the pageants and the TV. And so I'm like, oh, where's this person? They're like, oh, they're stuck in traffic. So my mom's like, I'll do it. I'm like, okay. So that's kind of what it was. It was yes. putting yourself out there and going with the flow and, and, and seeing and learning and experiencing. And yeah, it was, it was awesome. You know, I was able to showcase my talent of being a bobsled pilot and was able to show one of my races in Austria, which was awesome. You know, I was able to talk about what I thought on how to do a better job with recruiting efforts of our youth. And I was able to talk about, you know, what would I do if I had this title and the charity organizations that I work with on a daily basis and highlighting all these areas just really allowed people, I think, to get to see the multiple sides that we encompass as military members. There's so much more to us than us just in uniform. And there's so much more to each and every person than just their job or any other thing that they have. That is something that you do. It's not who you are. And so I was really, I was really excited to show people who Riley is, who Lieutenant Compton is, and, and able to really display that amongst everyone who was listening. So I was, I was so grateful and humbled and, and, and blessed to have been given the title. And I can't wait to continue to use that title 
to educate yes. and mentor and inspire men and women across the country. I know the Hill family is delighted to this day that they are going to be able to repeat the legacy of this pageant for years to come. So stay tuned for the second annual pageant. And even in between, we're going to challenge Calvin, U.S. Navy retired to get it done at even shorter periods of time because the veteran talent that came across that stage is absolutely astounding. And you can see the video recap of the 2023 Mr. and Ms. Military Pageant and Showcase online. And you can also see it on Fox 8 San Diego because it was actually a televised red carpet. We have so many sponsors to thank, but we'll be hearing from our next Women's History guest and subject matter expert, United States Army innovator, Dr. Laura Purdy. She believed in this pageant and participated as a judge with her very busy schedule and she will be our honoree in the next Women's History episode of the Christina Silva Show. We'd like to thank Veterans of Hope, an organization you'll find out about originating in San Diego. And we would love to thank Ashanti Miranda for her contributions and for being a Naval contestant. Riley's testimony about the differences in everyone's life is true. You're unique. But each of us have something in common, the desire to tell our own story and also to help others. When you were telling me about the charity of choice that you named as a contestant and how I believe you were able to gain the crown is something you'll have to share with today's audience. Yes, absolutely. And it's hard to just, it was hard to just pick one charity organization that I, I work with or I believe in because I think there's so many and there's so many that work in touch our veterans and our community within San Diego. And, you know, I'm just going to mention three of them. One of them is the Travis Mannion Foundation. Travis Mannion was a first lieutenant in the Marine Corps, was an 0402, just like myself, who died in combat in the Middle East. And his whole slogan is, if not me, then who? And the whole foundation just focuses on bringing family and people together to honor people that have fallen. And they participate in, um, 5Ks and different like events with a slogan, if not me, then who, to really just like push people, but also create a culture of people that have lost members in the military. And yeah. secondly, I, I want to talk about my church, Grace North County with them. I have done so many different outreach programs, including orphanages in Mexico, homelessness community here, youth that is malnourished and not able to put food at on their tray at lunch and everything that they've done. And I've partnered with them and so many different outreach events and stuff. And they just continue to do incredible things. And then the, the organization that I really worked with for this pageant was the adolescent youth project and talking and working with, with kids that necessarily didn't have a home and, and <laughs> the, kids are so deceptible and yes. it's not their fault when they're not able to provide for themselves. Yes. And I was so blessed to have the parents that I did that. I I feel so yes. compiled to give back to the, the, the younger people that didn't, didn't choose their upbringing, didn't choose their family. And so yes. all that to say, if, if anyone on here is listening and you have a passion for any kind of group, Go and pursue that. There's always ways to help people, whether it's children, homelessness, veterans, any of them. There are so many ways and organizations to get involved with. You just have to find which one works best for you. Well, as for you and I, with God, anything, and I mean anything, added with the Marine Corps is possible. I was trying to 
to breathe and realize that I actually won. <laughs> they called my name and I was like, no way. Cause I was looking at all the incredible women next to me that I really truly think that each and every one of them deserved to be seen and to be highlighted and, and to have a crown. Now, selfishly, I was like, I felt like a little princess. I was a little Disney Elsa or whoever. And I was like, give me that crown. Oh my gosh. I've always wanted a tiara and felt, uh, I felt like a kid. I felt giddy and excited and happy and honored and blessed and grateful and was so excited to have one and felt, I felt, I felt beautiful on the inside and outside. And it felt really nice to be seen that way as well. So does your kitty get to get near it as it's displayed in your home? <laughs> it is sitting up in a box, but no, I do not want them to smack it off the table. It is a prize oh, possession. Good. There's more than one. So tell us about your pets. Yes. So I have two cats. Um, one's named Echo and one's named Boots. I love animals. I love being able to feel like my motherly instincts are able to come out. And because of my goals and aspirations, I do desire to have children, but I, I know that's something that's a little bit further off. So I want to be able to love and care for something and someone and a dog just wasn't going to work out with how much I travel. And so I have two amazing cats that I love more than anything. And one of them was up here in the beginning (laughs) of the show. And I think they ran away since I've started talking so much. (laughs) Well, this is awesome. There's so much more to come. You're going to love Virginia. I go there quite a few times a year to do business myself. You're going to love it. It's so close to the beach where we can get away. It's actually closer to where your parents live. But I tell you what, your service at Camp Pendleton and the unit we both served in will never be the same again. And you're listening to the Christina Silva Show with our SME, our guest, our sister, our believer, Riley Tjack. The most debonair person is CJ. That's CJ. He is a new universal artist and musician, and he's serving in our Navy. And when you watch the video, it'll be laced with his song about dancing and getting your groove on. So CJ, we salute you as a winner of the 2023 Mr. and Mrs. Military Pageant. Bring forward. Get back in that saddle, Marines. Be resilient. Use today's show in your toolbox to resurrect your dreams. Keep on listening to Voice America's Variety Channel. Peace out and Semper Fi. Happy Easter. Thank you for tuning in this week to the Christina Silva Show. Be sure to check back for new episodes every Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll see you soon and Semper Fi.